not just kill our brother-in-law, Bibi. Do, do I wish he was dead? Yeah, he is a piece of shit. But that is not how, you know, that's not how life, society works. Okay, you can't just explode a man. It's a barbaric is what it is. And you and me, we're not. Barbarians? Murderers. We're not murderers. I don't know if Rachel got the full experience of this uh, show. <laughs> I think it's something to watch with people and enjoy in large groups, preferably with your sisters. Oh, wow. Yeah, or friends, I think. Especially, especially your girlfriend, a group of gaggle of girls. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. I hope she's, hope she's okay. I don't know what she wants. Brandon, you did a great job picking the show, and then we never saw you again. Wouldn't it be funny if you dialed in right now? Yeah. Hi, sorry. My mom at 12.20 said, can you talk? I said, I can talk until 12.30, then I have to do something. <laughs> what happened? I'm like, she's going, I'm like, mom, I have to go, because then she just started going off on a tangent about the how people drive in the Bronx, and I was like, this is too much. I got to go. This is irrelevant to my life. <laughs> Tell me about it, right, Corey? Mm -hmm. (laughs) my my brother just moved to the bronx so she went to visit him and she's like oh my god it's crazy what part of the bronx is he living um i'm not entirely sure she said that there's a lot of brownstones made of brick in the neighborhood so i don't know what that means he's Corey's neighbor (laughs) (laughs) welcome tv viewers i'm jackie andy this is you don't know jackie view i'm joined with jackie rachel and Corey. we're basically a tv recap podcast we've done a lot of recaps of other shows we had a squid game podcast yellow jackets podcast started our you don't know jackie view feed and tons of shows single drunk female after party severance just uh, it goes on and on Uh, we just finished off loot which was another apple tv show and we started bad sisters so we watched the first two episodes uh, episode one, the prick. Episode two, explode a man. And yeah, we were just gonna talk about it, share our thoughts, maybe you know, see if anyone wants to discuss even with us, interact, anything, anything like that. Yeah. So to start off, I think it took me a second. I was like, okay, I'm starting it. I'm like, hmm, all right, am I gonna like it? Oh, it's gonna be a, a lot to take in. But I did definitely get into the story, got into the characters. I definitely team bad sisters. Yeah, all the <laughs> Let, way. Let's go. Um, I saw Cor- Corey thinks it's very funny. I think we were trying to see on a sliding scale because our first reactions, um, Rachel, just after starting it a little bit, her reaction was, well, I like it's in Ireland. So we didn't know what to take <laughs> from that. <laughs> do, do you have a more of a, a formulated opinion after watching the first full two episodes? Yes. Um, I, I like the show. I think it's well done. I love the relationships between the sisters. Mm-hmm. I friggin' hate John Paul. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. I, I want to see less of him being a douche. Um, and more of them bringing him down. <laughs> I guess, though, you need to see him as this bad guy for us to get on board with right, the death right. of somebody. Uh, 
say that this Bad Sister show was based on a show from Belgium named Clan or the Outlaws, I guess, and went uh, translated, which we haven't watched. I, I told Corey, don't go read the go and read episode descriptions or anything. He, he's very tempted, but he doesn't want anything to be spoiled. But it seems very similar, even like a basic trailer or some images and just, yeah, basically five sisters. The guy's name is Jean-Claude. There's two insurance salesmen. So it seems very similar, but I know obviously it was brought in adapted or whatever exactly i i would say the lead the sister eva who's played by sharon horgan is behind like a producer um you know i guess considered behind this show who's done also a catastrophe and a, who yeah. a lot of people like which unfortunately I've ne- i haven't seen it to this point but if it's anything like this show i'm going to definitely give it a chance you know in the, mm-hmm. in the upcoming uh weeks or months but also I divorce, the sh- she did divorce, divorce and also a uh, producer on that I was showing this way up. I recommend that show. It's on Hulu. I, I, I do. I do like that. If you like the sister dynamic, it's two sisters. There's two seasons out. So. Oh, very nice. Um, but I guess just quick thoughts. I, I think it's extremely funny. I was surprised how much I laughed from the very beginning. I actually watched, I don't usually do this. I actually watched both episodes twice to see if there's anything I missed and there's all things I'm sure we might get into that. Mm-hmm. I think there was a I lot of really little smart. things, I have to say. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you kind of, like, in a close watch, I feel like you pick up a lot of things that maybe, you know, we tease Corey that he says a lot of the things are obvious that happens. Like, he can predict twists and everything. But there there are certain things that when you rewatch, like, especially if I'm taking notes and I don't, like, you know, sometimes you don't get as close to watch. I go back and close watch it. I'm noticing, like, Ursula in the first episode clearly like on the phone like clearly having an affair like it's yeah. almost in retroactively 2020 it's sort of obvious and uh, something I brought up to uh, brought up to you uh, Jackie was that in this and we'll get to it but in the scene where they actually are in uh, the church Ben who's the love of her who she's having an affair with is actually in the back row so I, I know it's it's happening in the future and we find out about it in episode two I thought that was a beautiful little detail that if you're not watching super close the first time, yeah, you don't catch that. Yeah. I'm just interested. Was he he was just like he's just like harassing her? Are we going to see him just following her or was it just like a goof? Hmm. That'll be interesting. But I do really think it's funny. I thought even from the first moments with the uh, the erection uh, thing, I thought oh, was very, God. very funny. I mean, that's my type of humor, though. So, I mean, yeah, I, I like the dark that. comedies. And, you, love that. Um, you love erections. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, as often as possible. But um, the one thing that was brought up right from the t- start, the gentleman playing J.P. Williams, I think Klaus Bang, mm-hmm. he is, he might be, you know, when you watch this for the first time, you're just like, he's so hateable and everything. But you realize how good of a job he is doing in this character where it would be ever easy for this to be, this guy just to be so over the top and unlikable. But there is a charm to how evil he is. And I think, you know, watching like the first time, you would say, you know, like Sharon, uh, Horgan or one of the other sisters might be the, the standout performance, but the more you watch, you realize how how hard a performance this uh, JP character is being. That of course, Corey. Of, evil and just of course, Corey would go for the male performance. <laughs> I think all the performances are very good. I mean, I I, mean, I was just you know just trying to say I, th- I think you know person who shouldn't even be five baby, sisters. It should phenomenal. be five brothers, right? 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we already we already had a movie called Four Brothers, so I guess that was already that idea was already taken. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, also to get you know, obviously, hopefully, people have watched the sh- show before listening to this with all the sisters. One thing could be confusing, like we said, there's Eva's character, and they have two of the actresses that play the sisters. One's Eve, and one's Eva. It's very like must have been very confusing. Uh, I will say because after I was uh, looking, the we have Grace is the sister that's married to john paul or jp whatever you mm-hmm. want to call him and is uh i mean in an abusive relationship right that's it and the other um, sisters yeah. know it there's they you know they introduce us to eva to bb uh who's missing an eye bb also seems to be like the coldest of the the sisters the one that's mm-hmm. like i'm over this ursula who you know we said she also has a family was having an affair and then becca seems to be the youngest and, you know, we learn these things like she has a reputation around town. She definitely seems a, li- a little flirty, all these things. She, I didn't realize that I knew her. That she was in this show. Uh, Jackie Rachel, did you watch this Behind Her Eyes show? Do you know no. the show? I don't no. recommend it. Don't watch <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's fine. No, it was good. It got me intrigued. And then I just really disliked the ending. I think it got it went uh, too far. Too far. You can look it up. It's about a a woman who befriends uh, another woman that was like having an affair with her husband. Like, I don't know. Oh, oh. very complicated. Yeah. Well, gets a lot more complicated. Then it becomes. <laughs> don't even get me started about that show. So. <laughs> so the prick. Episode one. Right. Uh, I mean, another. I would say big character, Grayson, John Paul's daughter. Blanard, Blanard, right? Mm-hmm. How, how is, <laughs> I think she's pretty central into, yeah, like why they do and don't like uh, just to the relationship. And I'm always, always curious why I try to watch her to see what she thinks of her father, right? And all, yeah, and all I was doing instances. that as well. I'm like so surprised that she, at least in the beginning, seems like, oh, she just wants to do what appeases him, kind of. The, the daughter or the Grace? Oh, oh, I'm talking about the daughter. Oh, yeah. I get the erect penis played for a laugh. I, you know, that. I, I, I'm wondering, I just think that out of all of us, I feel like Corey probably laughed out loud more than any of us watching. I, I do feel like it picks up and I get more interested and in, uh, some of the things definitely are funny. But yeah, Corey was really liking any little any little tiny thing of funniness i'm just a big fan of female writers what can i say that right very true uh i'm wondering now they go i mean you can see they don't like him always in his pajamas like you know make eternal damnation more comfy for him when ursula talks about the like sometimes the erection of the penis would happen bb says okay thanks nurse do you think she just do you think she's a nurse or do you think I think, just know, I think it was just a little quip. Just like, yeah. oh, okay, you knew you would know. Like, you know, sure. I, feel like no, I think you're t- just being a smartest. Okay. Yeah. They're just right. going back and forth as sisters do. Another b- big part is we see Becca trying to get to this funeral. She runs in to one of what we now learn is the insurance uh, brothers. Mm-hmm. Matt. 
right? And, you know, kind of causes him to skid off his motorcycle. They have this interaction. They clearly, there's some, there's a little, it was a meat cute, right? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, gravel in a sandwich. It's just a great story to tell your grandchildren. But also now, this is a big thing that he, you know, they like each other and they don't realize yet in the first two episodes that he's investigating her family. I think that's really smart. And we, you would think as this goes along, there's going to have to be a decision made by one of them to, you know, either turn on their, you know, with, with Becca to turn on her sisters for, you know, be, for Matt or for Matt to overlook something. I mean, at some point, you got to think that something's going to slip one way or another and Matt is going to figure this out and have the right. conflict of, you know, does he go for love or does he go for his, you know, his brother who's going to lose, you know, basically lose his business. Something I noticed then they when they, you know, she gets to the church and they're all sitting at the church, obviously, they're like talking about, you know, oh, yeah, John Paul, his, uh, he's the joy he spread and BB kind of laughs. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, she does not care. She's like holding it together the least, like even when at the after at the house, when Tom says something like, oh, yeah, like she just the prick. Yeah. yeah, that Eva has to basically stop her. But Becca sitting next to her actually looks upset. Like she's crying at the church service. So I'm wondering, I don't know, she seems the most affected by it or maybe regretful if they had anything to do with the murder, you know? I think that's just also playing into the idea of what we just said, you know, of she might, she's going to be the weak link, but then, you know, she could be the easiest one to manipulate by the brothers to go and find out the truth. Well, that's what I'm saying. You already then see that little thing that, okay, she is a more, more emotional about it maybe than the others. Well, I was thinking that, it, you know, because we are f- find out their parents died young, yeah. that it could be bringing back, you know, like the last time she was at a funeral could have been like when she was young and her parents both died. And that this is like bringing that's back those memories for mm-hmm. her. Um, because it's, it's almost, I don't know if like, naivete is the right word but it's you know she she's young and or the youngest and um it could represent something different to her she might not also not have had all the personal experiences with john paul that like it could be representing something different but she's also more emotional or not able to you know maybe that means she would be more like spill spill something potentially or not i you know i you know who knows I don't know. As of now, once we watched the first two episodes, I mean, they obviously all talk about it kind of jokingly, but right now there's only two people that know there's like a real plan to do it, right? And it's not Becca, right. it's Eva and Bibi. So mm-hmm. is uh, Bibi short for something? I well, some people just have they just make their nicknames uh, like names, you know? Not everyone. I don't know. It's also with the eyes, B I B I. I usually say it with ease. Are you looking it up if it's short for what, yeah. what typically it's short for? Beatrice, Beatrice sometimes, you know, maybe. Short variant of Burgert, Burgert, B-I-R-G-I-T, Bianca, and Bridget. I'm guessing it's either Bianca or Bridget, I would think, but I mean. Oh, I'm thinking it's Burgert. Oh, okay. <laughs> With a name like Ursula and what's the daughter's name again? Becca, which, uh, Rebecca, is that? No, I, I thought it's. Uh, the, oh, Bland- oh, Blannard. 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 Like that's Blanard. Anyway, um, I also am wondering what BB because isn't there BB Rex? Is that spelled differently? 
BB. Oh yeah, it's spelled differently. Uh, so I'm yeah, gonna look up what her full name is. Maybe it would give us some insight. Oh, there's a lot of BB. I mean, BB. Oh, BB Newer. Her name is Bletta. Bletta. Bletta Rexa. Oh yeah. Obviously, sometimes there's even nicknames you can't even make sense of. This is you know, but this is the nickname podcast. Yeah. Brought to you by. Well, like um, what is it? It's Margaret. Um, mm-hmm. Peg. Peg. Very right. weird. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes people might just decide, guess what? I'm just naming my kid Peg and they're not Margaret. We were actually right. just talking about this yesterday. Yeah, no, I know. Or you would have, yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, the uh, Coughlin and Sons is the insurance. And we see Tom has his pregnant wife, Teresa. She, he's going to be investigating the claim into, you know, John Paul. Like, I mean, obviously. He's, you know, young-ish, right? <laughs> he hasn't, if he was paying into this life insurance policy and now you have to pay it out, it's a big policy. His father that, I, you know, I guess has passed, was mm-hmm. made a mess of the accounting and they're going to lose the business, basically. It'll kill them to pay out this oh, claim. Oh, that sucks for you. Not, yeah, not a good reason to accuse people of murder, but, you know, to just on the basis of like, hmm, somebody died. Let me go like think they're doing something off, which Matt has the idea of saying, well, you get kind of on the side of what do you mean? Why are we bothering them and all this? Then we, we, I like when we get a lot of flashbacks, it goes six months earlier. We see them like Christmas Eve dinner kind of. And yeah, we learn John Paul, we hate him. Like, he's just complaining about everything. He calls Eva a spinster, and... He makes that very inappropriate joke about her not being able to have a kid. I mean... Oh, my God. Yeah, I wanted to... I was going to punch my... Throw my phone out the window. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, making the uh, racist or ethnically uh, inappropriate joke about the... About Frank. That got cut off. They all know... Yeah. It's a Everything. weird name for a millennial. But tell, yeah. Telling his daughter that, oh, don't have that. You'll end up like your cousin. Can't eat too much of that. And then even when the nephew goes and like goes on his shoulders, like control your kid, like just like everything. And he's also like so sleazy the way he gives her the present, God. the necklace, like here, like in front of everyone, look at this necklace, this and that. Uh, I mean, he's so cute. I mean, he doesn't flush the toilet. He, Right? Like, doesn't he tell Ursula yeah. a flush for me? I mean, that, that, he hates uh, the idea of Becca opening the massage basically. studio. Like, it's going to fail, whatever. We learned Eva and JP have the same boss, which now this was something we, yeah. Yeah, we definitely thought was obvious that this Eva going up and saying, oh, I'm going to go for this financial director position. I'm, I'm like, John Paul's going to mess this up some way somehow of course then we see in the second episode he's going up for the position and i don't so i don't know what all happened with the dynamic there at the funeral we could see eva and the boss's dynamic they're obviously uh you know there's obviously something you know more i think goes down right one thing i just wanted to say quickly was i thought it was a really nice touch on how they're showing going going back to the past and the future with basically the idea of like a camera, like a roll of film, mm-hmm. where they went from like each slide. I think that's a nice film? little device. What's that? No. <laughs> I did think that was a nice little uh, way to go and show that we're going from the past and the future. I thought that was yeah. a, a nice device yeah. to use. I agree. How, what does anyone think about how he calls Grace Mammy all the time? It's weird. Oof. Like what? What just is that? To, like degrade her a little? Like I don't. Yeah. Is she just like an old mammy? 
it's I don't I don't it's just uh these are all just malip- uh, manipulative attacks to go and destroy her confidence and make her subservient to him and you know basically sooner or later no longer try to fight back like the sisters see that you know she's slowly turning to some you know a different person being you know more silent and shy and everything which we learn a little bit you know later but these are all ideas of how man you know slowly without maybe someone realizing slowly controls his actual you know his victim yeah which you know and makes like, oh, but he's so nice to me look he got the thing he calls me this sweet name or whatever yeah that's not a sweet name <laughs> through the whole dinner we learned they every year since with the even they did since they were little they do this 40 foot jump and they swim on christmas morning whatever they're all like oh well, okay so blannard you can come for the first time it's gonna be great but christmas morning comes and he gets the idea that, oh, wait, she's changing for the swim. Hmm. He comes up with this sly way to go. Oh, let me give her these oysters. And then what gets in the way? We just talked about it on Loot Champers. So, <laughs> a.k.a. Darn Champers. Yeah. Corey's just learned cha- about yep. Champers. Now, I, the first time I watched it, I didn't realize that that was his idea initially. With the what? idea of making her, no, oh, making her drink. No. No, so obvious. I'm just kidding. Of course. No, no I guess like the, the drinking I part. It. I was like, he's obviously fig- like doing this so she can't go. He's doing something so she can't go. I didn't know right. it was this stupid. Oh, you had champagne. What are you kidding? I can't drive. Oh, I'm very confused because he did have some. And they said, obviously, these things we learned, he had, uh, you know, alcohol in his system when he died. Uh, and I think they say he's a teetotaler, which is like more like a sober person, basically. Mm-hmm. But he did have the champagne. So but then maybe it would be, oh, I had the champagne. Are you kidding me? That's all. I definitely can't drive. Which I think also, that... what's up with the boat? Yes. Why does the neighbor keep asking about the boat? He's so mean to his neighbor. He obviously is lonely and like. Just wants to be included. Well, Corey is he lonely? Well, well, Corey, wait. Well, Corey thinks. Go ahead. I think he's. I think the neighbor is smitten with, uh, with Grace. Grace? Absolutely. Well, he'd probably treat her better than. Oh, absolutely. He already does. does. The thing with with John Paul taking the money out of the card. Like, what what is that about? I think that's mostly his daughter can't have like a little bit of like autonomy or something. Can't like buy something for herself. I think it is. I think it's yeah. that, and also he most likely thinks it's inappropriate for an older man to go and give money to a, a young girl or something. I mean, even with that stuff with episode two, which you find out, you know, the pin and everything, he's very conservative when it comes to his family, even though he is a scumbag and, you know, masturbating and everything else and doing everything, which is, you know... Oh, people that are conservative can't masturbate? What are you saying? No, but... No, that's not what I meant. No. We'll, we'll move on. I'm just saying he's uh, not a good dude. Yeah. So, I, right. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously she could have walked out. He really like held the door. You could see. I mean, uh, you know, Grace was just really devastated. That's a that's a huge thing to now miss this. You've ha- I haven't missed it since I was a child, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just this is the thing. You don't know how people just put up put up put up with this stuff after. well in the moment it's like okay is she gonna run out and like leave her daughter there you know it's like she had like a small window of opportunity to get out so that it didn't escalate then you know are you gonna want to leave your daughter with this man who just like hurt your hand 
I right. you know, no, I, it's not easy for anyone. Like, I, I mean, you see it all the time. It's not easy for people to leave abusive relationships yeah. at, at all, or even you know, a, any relationship. Sometimes, uh, like, I guess it's kind of like Stockholm syndrome or whatever she's experiencing. She, I don't know how you know. You would think like the sisters are trying to tell her when she's cleaning the dishes, and she's like, "No, no, no, you don't see it." Blah blah blah. Even think there's a point where. You know, they're all saying it to her. Even Eva uh, comes over in like the second episode, and it's like uh, he was like, "Oh, absolutely not, no Lizzo concert, blah 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 blah." And no, and like even the dancing, you can't dance in front of the him or whatever for the daughter stopping. And I think Grace said something like, "Well, I haven't had to like take out the bin in ten years, not once or something." And I'm like, "What?" You're trying to say he can do all this bad stuff because he takes out the garbage? Yeah, like, it doesn't, it's just, like, like, she's just, like, feeding herself these, well, he's so nice, or look at the necklace he got me, and look at, you know, it's like, I I don't, uh, meanwhile, he's just like, here's my hiking boots, well, you know, you gotta wear wear them around the house for me, break them in, do all this stuff, it's just, like, so one-sided. Well, she's been trained to fear him, and trained to, basically, from all this abuse, to just think it's a new normal, which is even more scary part of all of this. No, you're right. And another thing, uh, at the funeral, when uh, we see, okay, so Becca comes, she sees there's no drinks there. And it was like, oh, in honor of his sobriety. So he really is, you know, doesn't drink, I guess. So it is interesting that when he's dead, he has alcohol in the system. I think that's going to come back to, uh, and this is just a wild rumor, but, or, or theory, I don't know if it's at the very beginning or in the middle of the episode where he's using the, the, the nose, uh, the nose spray. I mm-hmm. think they're going to most likely spike that with uh, alcohol or some sort of alcohol something. Oh, yeah. I make think it seem something's like going drunk. on with that, like Flonase or whatever the heck it is. I was like, yeah, that's interesting. Why are they showing us this? I, I, I do agree. But uh, she, Becca leaves to go to like the pub uh, when Matt and Tom go to the funeral. You know, it arranges that they don't see her, but they're there. Uh, Tom makes a comment about how would you know about what dad wanted? Obviously, that Matt maybe wasn't around, at, maybe at the end of the dad's life or whatever the case is that he took off. He was in London. Like we learned he had a band and all, and all this other stuff. But he goes to the pub, Becca. Okay, they have another nice interaction. She puts her number in his phone, a sandwich girl. You know, we're off to the races on that relationship. Now, another issue that's going to pop up is Tom doing his investigation, just trying to get if there's any little bits and pieces, ask Grace where she was the night that John Paul died. And she said she was with her sisters. And then we find out that that was a lie. <laughs> you know? Even though Eva's like, oh, it's no problem. You're like, yeah, we were going to hang out anyway. It's almost the truth. So, yeah, now we have, the, you know, this problem here will we'll come out around that they weren't together. I'm like, tell the other, make sure you tell the other sisters. Also, we have to see on a, if they're having these attempts to kill him, a time when he seems drunk or like, yeah, got some kind of alcohol and grace is just home alone or you know whatever i wonder what the alibi the other sisters have is yeah that's gonna be interesting i mean one thing before i forget i was just wondering because we all know jp is an ass and we don't like him we like matt because he's the idea of possibly in this relationship do what is what what are our thoughts on tom i mean he's got a wife and we understand why he's trying to go and save his company but do you think tom is likable or is tom a bad guy i mean 
I'm not sure. Like his character kind of is, I know the male character, so I'm supposed to be like all happy about that there's men in the show. But I think his character is actually really interesting on where he falls, where, yeah, he's gone a little bit too far trying to save his company, but he doesn't seem like a bad guy. What do you think of him as a character? He's a kook. And he, he, like, talk about trying to find some wrongdoing. He does something super illegal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you knew that he was going to do. Right. I mean, he also is kind of driven by the stress of about to have a kid and losing his company. So, I mean, I I don't feel like he's always a bad guy. this is the the business you're in. Like, yeah, act accordingly. But, like he he's taking it upon himself. Like he's a police officer, right? No, because he's he's doing it for his family, for the business. Like he has a reason. Like the way we could see, we could see. Okay, we don't why like the sisters that are recovering. T- yeah. Why the sisters are what? I mean, same idea. I mean, what the, what the sisters are doing is illegal, and they're breaking the law. But because we like them and we understand why they're doing it, and because we, more we don't like John Paul. Like, right. John Paul is completely evil. The, Tom, yeah, you, you want him to lose, sort or, you know, you want the sisters to win, obviously. Right. But it's more layered, the Tom character. And yeah. you can see where he's coming from. But, uh, yeah, people bounce back. So, declare bankruptcy. No, I don't see where don't. he's coming from. No? There's nothing you would do. Like, so, like, you just, like, give up defeat. I mean, I understand, like, defeat. Yeah, there's, there's a line. There's a line. Obviously, that you're gonna say I'm not gonna cross that because that's illegal. Mm-hmm. But when people are pushed the back against the wall, they'll do anything. Like we see the sisters do. So you think the sisters right. should just kill him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'd like to revisit the episode where you guys said, "Would mm-hmm. you commit murder?" And John Paul is making me want to go to welcome to the dark the side. Favorite camp. <laughs> we were just talking about this. This is like the murder podcast, but. No, but what I'm saying is, if we're looking at not as viewers that like the sisters and don't like John Paul, Tom is absolutely right, potentially that I mean the but sisters he, no, at he, least they made re- an he's attempt. Really reaching, he's re- but he's really reaching. Like well, the, the facts of the case are, they actually no. took intents. There was actions. I, I'm not saying there's right. nothing suspicious this far though. Well, we don't, but like I said, all we know, and like I said, I'm sorry that this has gone a little further than most likely we expected to do, but all we know is that he died gruesomely, mm-hmm. and we haven't, we don't know how he died. Right. We haven't seen the picture well, that Matt fire. saw. We know that now. Right. Yeah, was we, it- well, at least not this time. I think that's one of the things that this show most likely is going to kind of be about, where for the next basically eight or nine episodes, they're going to try to kill him, and every time they're going to fail until yeah. they actually do do they I I, be, see i'm wondering if they actually succeed yeah. or if they just somehow i could i think he's them. gonna wind up dying by like some accident or natural right. causes but that have also, nothing to do with the sisters i i sort of agree that would be interesting. and but i also think but they're like witness to it somehow or they know like well now he died but we were making all these plans so we're gonna look suspicious also right like they obviously have something to hide even if it was just a matter of like that's how he had alcohol or like there was some minor contributing factor that if you didn't want someone dead you would never say oh i contributed to their death but the fact that you did want him dead maybe it's like ooh, uh yeah maybe that wasn't the greatest i don't know yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be it's not illegal to hate somebody with a fiery burning passion right but it's i know i work with a lot of people like that (laughs) 
I mean, I'm that's sure where you get the good, line. Even to nothing... think about killing someone is illegal, is it not? Or what is it, but intent. Then if you actually have intent, if you're going and lighting candles and, bur- I mean, <laughs> the house, bur- the cabin burned. Now we're at the end of the second episode. But that, I mean, basically, it was nice. The end of the first episode that they the sisters are all together and basically like we have you know we have, we have to always look out for each other so that's you know obviously we're like yeah let's go we're we're with it we're sitting there so we were about to talk about episode two but what would you yeah. like compared to some of these other shows that we've we've gone over do you think this is a super strong pilot do you think this is like middle of the pack i mean where would you i thought this was a really good pilot i mean like well, i, I didn't love really packing like a lot in like I, I feel like you could kind of make these like half the length. I, I guess maybe I'm getting too used to like the like 20 minute <laughs> Apple TV shows where uh, show single drunk female was on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm getting used to like these kind of like bursts of episodes where it's like it leaves you wanting more, but it, it tells a story within it. Like mm-hmm. there's parts where I'm like, wait, we're still in the same episode. Like I feel <laughs> like you know we could do the first flashback in the second episode or something. So it. it oh, was, I don't like, know. It, I mean, I, a lot of information they're giving you. They um, went to the flashback fairly early. I think that's when I really got into it. But yeah, like, I like this pilot better than like I like the pilot for Squid Game, which I wound up really liking. I mean, I think I like Yellow Jackets most likely the best of all the shows that we've done the pilot. But I thought this was really strong and I, and maybe more than others. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, it's definitely dark and there's some sad stuff going on and dealing with the idea of mental abuse and everything else. But I think the way they handled these things, I think was a really strong. And I was, I was ready to watch the second episode the, the minute the first one ended, you know So I mean? Mm-hmm. I think we're in for a really fun, fun, you know, nine week ride of talking about this show as we get ready to talk about episode two quickly. Yeah. I mean, we've touched on a lot of the stuff, I guess, in episode two, but just as when that starts, we see Eva like burn, it has a fire burning like a picture of John Paul. She sees Matt and Tom pulling up. They come to try to talk to her. Okay. She invites them in, which beforehand Tom was like, well, okay, if they don't want to talk to us, they don't have to right? And then we'll just drop it and no problem. But if they invite us in, they have something to hide. I'm like, is that what that means? Right? Like, if, I'm like I don't know, but okay, fine. I think he was just mostly going with the idea that, you know, I would say most people, when you, an insurance or someone comes, they go and let you in because they think it's, you know, the right thing to do. Right. He's just trying to figure out a way to get his brother to get on on board. Hmm. Maybe. So my favorite part was, he's like, it says like something about, oh, sorry, my brother. Oh, that's your brother? I thought it was your son. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) He's like, what? How did I be? I'm 35. (laughs) So she doesn't really give them much as, you know, deflecting about like, oh, there was something weird. Like we ordered Chinese, <laughs> but then like Mexican food came. It was so strange. Okay. Um, that was very, I thought that was a nice joke too. Yeah. Tom's moving ahead. Like we got to exhume the body and uh, prove this. Like, you know, we say, um, yeah. And then, so we spoke a little bit about this. I know Corey liked the part where it goes to the flashback where JP was like um, jerking off uh, before work uh interesting i mean i don't know if you've ever with a and because he was wearing a suit so he put his tie up over the shoulder it was a nice touch too i don't know is that have you ever jerked off in a suit or in with a tie no no <laughs> no i don't <laughs> believe i have but not if it does ever person. happen i'll be sure to note it <laughs> i'm just i'm wondering is that like standard <laughs> thing yeah. just think as a standard that's people the put it over, over the shoulder of, uh, getting down he also had taken his rings I mean, off. I, which I'm not, not going to say why. I think, yeah, that what? was weird. 
Why I thought what? the taking, I mean, I guess that's mostly like a Roman, like a Catholic, you know, somebody's very the mm-hmm. church thing where they. Yeah, but he sinning, took off two rings, not just the. I mean, I guess maybe the other had significance of what you're saying, like a religious significance. Because the wedding ring, right. yeah, I get it. Like, oh, I, I can't do this if I'm married. This is single mm-hmm. JP. What are you going to say? You're not going to say wedding band on your hand. I don't know. Well, that's another. Not married can't help us. I was hoping Jackie Brandon could have been on to answer that question for us. Um, I guess I would say without being crude, I'm guessing your wedding band is on your left hand, and typically, I mean, sometimes people do you know go goofy, but typically, right? I mean, depends. I don't know who you know if he's a lefty or a righty. I guess, but. But why were you gonna say you were gonna you were gonna say your reason of why you thought his tie was over? Uh, let's just say, without being too crude, if there was a mess and something shot up too high, it didn't affect it. It wouldn't go over the tie. Yeah, but okay, it's not gonna get on your shirt or anywhere else. Like, I mean, I guess I know you can change. I guess you longer. can change your shirt. You mostly have more. But like you can't white change shirts. your tie. You have way more ties than anything. Like I guess I don't know. I was I'm trying to make no. I understand. I do. Un- I do understand why. Obviously, but you know, it's uh, you know, <laughs> people they do it when they eat too. Sometimes you know, it's a it's something. <laughs> uh, obviously, then we learned that John Paul did apply for the same job as Eva. A little friendly competition. He seems like rude or even this guy gabriel that is working with them is like a new worker it's like everyone picks up on the fact that he's a jerk it's not like i'm like does he have friends like even when he goes on the hike they're all like i don't think they like him right yeah it's interesting i mean i guess we all know people like that but you know Uh, second part of we touched on a little bit is this affair that ursula is having and i think that this will come up i guess later uh add to maybe ursula wanting to um you know kill jp like really like, like i don't know if each time because in this episode obviously we see bb coming and like okay yeah like i'm serious i wasn't like joking about it let's do it eva's mm-hmm. no 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 deflecting we'll get to then she changes her mind but i think mm-hmm. maybe ursula will change her mind because jp's gonna come Black out about this affair. right She's like, oh, that's it. Oh, wait, are you guys on the murder plot? I'll join it, you know. And uh, you know, she's the next one gonna join. Yeah, I mean, I I thought that this was very sweet, but actually, no. Just I just thought it was a sweet little scene of uh, of someone, you know, having an affair. Um, Writing this pussy's mind very... on your abdomen. Yes, I thought that was oh, I thought that was very funny. You didn't you didn't find that funny? You didn't like that scene? No, I didn't. Wait, which part did you find funny? When he did it or when she had to wash it off later? Both. You thought, thought it was funny, funny when he did idea. that? Yeah, because you're sitting there going, Wait, what is he doing? I mean, you we would need think to the talk. idea of what he's doing We down need there. to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, she, she's like, "What? you're writing on me. And then you find it. I thought it was, I think that, you know, he thought it was being flirtatious. Well, yeah, and it was fun, very stupid. No, like, well, it was. Then she was like, why would you do the blah, blah? And he's like, you make me do stupid things. She's like, oh, come here, kiss you. I love you. Like, <laughs> then she was into it. But I like, I know, I know we're like short time, but I, I, yeah, I just want to know why Rachel has it like pretty much all these, like a lot of these parts that yeah, I What was the funny funniest part? Has it happened yet? I don't think so. When I was in the car, something made me laugh out loud. Like, honestly, can't remember what it was. I mean, oh I think the when the um, cabin b- blew up, we were laughing. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it's, like I said, I think the comedy elements that could come across to some as not comedic have worked more for me. I don't know if it's uh, why exactly, you know, some of it is or isn't working for other people, but this show, like I said, is really hitting on all cylinders for me. Well, I think, I do think this Jackie Rachel is very much like really dislikes John Paul and is not like, oh, that's funny that this happened. Like, she's probably like physically, like, upset at like the things that happen like we'll go forward and talk about even like what gets eva on the page for murder mm-hmm. um right. the you know the fact that like because she's the first like you know well, whatever you can't just explode a man you want to do this whole ghastly thing whatever he's blonder's father we can't do this blah blah, blah. so you get the whatever communion confirmation day for her right like some mm-hmm. uh that well, the he's with the bra I thought that right. was uh... that's, a, that's what I'm talking about. That she's getting ready for that day. He sees the bra. Like he was giving her a pro life pin, and all of a sudden he sees the bra. He goes down. You're buying lingerie for her. What do you mean? He finds out Eva got it, and then at after the church when they're at their little luncheon or whatever, makes a whole scene about it. Like, oh my god, lingerie! Ah, like. You know, because they, they were like, well, 12 is a normal age. Yeah, if you're Molly and your tits are made of fat. Like, oh, so rude. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Um, but, but I thought, like I said, once again, I thought that was a funny joke. But, you know, some may have not. But yeah, I know, Rachel, I know it's a thing. you of, find it funny? I know it's a form of body shaming, but I did think it was a well-placed joke. I guess that's. Well, yeah, it. Is it a, it's a joke because of just how agree? If someone said that in real life, you wouldn't laugh, would you? I think you're most likely uncomfortably like. Uh, what? I, mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm. <laughs> don't I also, give you know, people I, I listen laughs to... for comments about like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I uh, I'm the same person who listened to years Opie and Anthony, and when I was younger, a lot younger Howard Stern. So we all go through phases where we find you know juvenile things funny. Yeah, but. It... I don't know. This is a grown adult about talking about a kid. Like, it's just, you know. Um, He's a sociopath, though. It's it, the only way it's funny for in the show is just because, like, oh, he's really such an ass, you know? Yes. And just says, like, oh, you know, she, uh, you know, she doesn't even need a bra. It's like, two, there's just two bloody moles there. Like, it's <laughs> nothing. Grace even doubles down to Eva, like, you took this moment away from me, Try, you know just on jp's side blonde gets so upset and walks away jp's like don't go after her this is why she doesn't respect you because you're weak and he tells eva like if you want to like sexual sexualize a child have one of your own oh wait you can't you know you know your sister has a reputation around town now you want your niece to oh frigid bitch like and she just she steps to him Oh, you can hit me? That's what you're going to do now? Because you know he'd be crying so much if she did anything to him. Oh. <laughs> so that that's her turning point moment. And I think JP getting those little things into Ursula, like, oh, those after-hour classes are paying off. It's going to go further. And that's going to be Ursula's turning point of, remember when we were talking about that? And they're like, oh, yeah, actually, this is that's what happened to the cabin. We, we blew it up. We were trying to kill him. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, they go to the cabin. They look. Okay. So now, Court, we were watching this. The, she, Eva gets there. She's looking at a photo. And I thought there was, I was further away. I was like, who's in that photo? And you said, I think it's her and her sister. And it's a that's guy. The first time. Yeah, I didn't notice the first time because it was dark. I didn't realize it was. 
<laughs> I thought it was a guy from far away. And then I was just like, oh, I'll just watch it myself. I don't know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. But I was I was like, so it's her and a guy. And then she brings up um, Kieran. So I don't know if that's Kieran, maybe, because she says, oh, it was like 10 years. Remember when like I made this fire with Kieran or something or other. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, that's a whole I mean, she might have had this whole dynamic. Maybe they were trying to have kids and they could, you know, I, yeah, I don't know um the history but just the fact that that's what jp seems to like harp on a lot it must be a big issue for her and she seems very motherly like she seems to wanna like she's like the sponsor for blonard and you know she's always yeah she took over that mother role when their parents passed away as well they say okay let's get him he's gonna be at this cabin for this hike or whatever make sure that grace and blonard aren't with him so she gets them the lizzo tickets Oh, so fun. Corey, I know you're a big Lizzo fan. I'm learning more and more of her songs every day, yes. <laughs> well, I thought Grace was there. She's letting loose. Oh, letting loose. Blame it on the goose. Oh. <laughs> Very funny. Jackie, Rachel, um, where are you back? Are you here to back me up? What about Lizzo? I'm I don't really have an opinion on her. No, the, I was singing. You oh. Give me like why why Or you could have done like, you know, a little anyway <laughs> wow. no but uh you know she was doing a little silly thing it was kind of embarrassing right walking in bonds like, yeah don't do that but she's like you know I, it was just it was nice I, you know i'm just going back for one one second do you think uh do you think grace actually went and tried to you know fix the uh the shoe uh, the, the the hiking boots for JP, or was this just her way of like actually trying to show a little bit of backbone for once, or did she just get distracted and out of time? I mean, yeah, I don't it know that. Like, like something... okay, even if you break in the shoe, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, how much could she break them in? Uh, sure. Oh no, I don't disagree, but it was just... yeah, I don't know if that contributed to it or what. Maybe. Maybe Eva put in another, bought another pair and put the unbroken ones in, like <laughs> switch them off. That's funny. Yeah, but I mean, we we touched on the fact that Grace, you know, signed these uh, the papers that that you know, basically mm. he tricked her into signing them and all and all that stuff. But Matt just stood idly by. He's just as guilty in my book. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, come on. He could That's have said nice. no because he he could stand idly by and not tell his brother like make it obvious to Grace's brother's doing that, but after the fact, he tried to take it. He could try, he could still be trying to, like, stop him from submitting the papers. I don't know, yeah. he's torn. He's torn. Now he's not a good guy. Now we have, okay, Corey <laughs> is, like, all for the men. <laughs> Jackie Rachel's all no and up against all of them. What do you think about poor Donald, though? Ursula's husband. I feel bad for him. Okay. <laughs> Alright, there's still hope. Just remember, though, this is, uh, Nice, nice guy, uh, nice guy, Rachel. So uh, she's got nothing to do with the F boys. Yeah, uh, that's you're right. Very true. JP's definitely. JP's was definitely. Matt wasn't boy. picking up Becca's calls. F boy. Yep. <laughs> and if you want, you can check out uh, on the feed old episodes of season two of F boy Island, which we went through. So uh, just so people know what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. So obviously. JP because all right because he's like I need band-aids I have all these blisters and goes to call call her to call Grace to complain as she's at the Lizzo concert and it's like you could see Blonder's like 
like, I mean, what were they going to do? Not pick up? I, I guess. Well, what could happen? What, what could he do? He's all the way at the cabin, right? Yeah, got no signal. Can't She's like, up, oh, sorry. hi, honey. Yeah, we did a crazy thing. Like, you knew he was going to be like, where are you? What's this noise? And just, I mean, hopefully I would be like, okay, sure. We'll talk about it later. But go to the concert. I, I mean, Blanner took off. Yeah, she was <laughs> She was not happy. They, whatever. He goes up to go to sleep. Even BB wait, the, like, oh, the lights went off like an hour ago. Okay. Blah, blah. This is what I thought, too, because I'm like, they said, oh, Eva got me these Lizzo tickets. I was like, oh, he's going to call her. Like, it's going to like, we got cell. They shouldn't even have their cell phones on for, coordinate. Right. you know, to coordinate the coordinates. Okay. They shouldn't even have bring their cell phones or got a burner phone. Burner. Hello. Do we know how to commit crimes here? I don't think so. Uh, so, but he actually tries to go to sleep for, I guess, a while sitting there. And then so, so happens when they go in, uh, even again, BB was all for it. Eva still delayed, stayed in the car, wasn't going to do it. Only came in after BB was in there for kind of a long time. JP wakes up. Eva then though finds the lighter if they're looking right. And instead of letting like BB do it, I think it's very telling that she was like, no, give it to me. I have to finish it. She went, it's oh, still her. Yeah, it's still her being the protector, being like, if anything came down to it, to protect them, like I did it, you know? Mm-hmm. I do wonder, you're... though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so, it feels like maybe not obvious, because every time I say that, it, it upsets people. But uh, I think JP is the reason why Dee Dee has the eye patch. And I think that's the anger mm-hmm. that she has. Because like even earlier, when they're first talking about killing him officially, Eva's like... Uh, you can't, you know, you're doing this just for personal reasons. And I think it might have something to do with the eye patch, but that's just, you know, another wild mm. theory. Okay. Well, it could have been accidental or whatever, but, but yeah. So they light the candle, they run out, but JP, because we already know from his call with Grace, didn't have any service in the cabin. He had to go outside. So he had to go outside to call Eva about the Lizzo tickets. So now he's outside and he sees his whole uh, cabin blow up. And then I thought, how, it was many, entrances, how many entrances are there to this cabin? I, I was like, wait, how did he? Well, the steps. But only he, like 50 from, steps. No, there's. Well, I mean, any. Ca- a lot of cabins have like a front door, back door, whatever. I saw oh, okay. him. Yeah. I think there was a door upstairs. Like there's a loft area. Because when he went downstairs, when he went to talk to Grace. So he didn't go gotcha. downstairs to the main cabin where they were. He went out a door from the bedroom and went down the outside stairs. Hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Thank yeah. You. Um, yeah, I think they, then you hear that, uh, we've covered severance and they had in one episode, the end, the, I'll be seeing you in familiar places. You got that song again. Uh, I thought that was, I was like, oh, okay. Um, I'm like, you know, I'm, uh, I want to see what happens next. I want to see more. I would just, you know, want to see their attempts. I want to see how bad he is. I know Jackie said you want less of that, right? Yeah. And but no, I like it. Just gives me more. It's like more fuel for the fire. Just, you know, yeah, look at these guys. Gotta get stop them. We gotta stop them. I've been hearing too many stories lately. I'm just done with it. I really do like the the cat and mouse aspect of this, of the insurance uh insurance salesman and the sisters who's gonna trying to go catch each each other. I, I do think that's uh very fun and entertaining element of this show where you 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 don't like you're rooting for the you're rooting for the sisters but at the same time you know they're they are guilty so you're trying to figure out how they are they by the end of this, maybe they're not you're right that's very true their first crime is being women jackie of course they're guilty 
Ouch. <laughs> You're right. Oh my goodness. I was just of born that way. Of course. <laughs> well, if anyone would like to reach out to us, you can email us. You don't know Jackie podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. You don't know Jackie or Jackie podcast on Twitter. You can look back. You don't know. You search. You don't know Jackie on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can see if there's any other shows that uh, you'd like, you want to hear us talk about anything like that. We also have a Patreon. If anyone would like to support us, that's patreon.com slash you don't know Jackie. And just give a shout out to our patrons, James L, Ron J, John M, Cassie M, Marie N, Anastasia M, Kelly O, Brenda G, Kate C, John J. Thank you. Big thank you. Thank you to our producer, Jackie Brandon. Also, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And, you know, he's the one who chose this, this show. And uh, hopefully we'll actually hear from him, his thoughts in the upcoming weeks, if he's available. Yes. Uh but also, if you um, are interested in the music, that's from James, No Burden Musics, noburdenmusics.com or noburden.bandcamp.com. And yeah, thank you to Jackie, Rachel, and Corey for joining me. Hope you enjoyed the epi. Bye. Bye. You know, so, Jackie, Rachel. It's, it's, it's getting loose. Yeah. Got fi- to yeah, if anyone has suggestions on any actresses or female comedians that Corey might actually find talented or funny, you can email us. <laughs> wow. Uh, actually, like no, a he, lot of female comedians. He but... likes a lot. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but my big question, do you know who Columbo is? No. Rachel? No. Yeah, no, I was thinking. I was thinking really hard and I don't know. Yeah, well, they made, okay, so, like, when Matt and Tom are in the car, you know, and Tom's sitting there, like, oh, yeah, that you're going to see, because they, I think they did all this, I've seen this kind of thing before, and I think, and Matt calls him, like, uh, you know, he says, oh, yeah, what do you think, you're Columbo or something, basically, like, in reference to that. Yes, yeah, so that- I pulled up the description, Columbo isn't a tip typical detective whodunit tv show on most detective shows viewers don't know who committed the crime until the detective pieces the clues together and figures it out on this show however viewers see the crime unfold at the beginning of most episodes including who the perpetrator is the mystery and fun for viewers is trying to spot the clues that will lead lieutenant colombo to discover the culprit and watching the tricks he uses to get a confession yeah it was, it was a big show which was a big show from the uh, early 70s to like the Late two th- um, early two thousands with uh, Peter Falk, so it was a interest. <laughs> Indeed.